it will affect every businessman and women. Number one, it's not everybody that know how to press phone, number one, because many we have so many uneducated women, like those people selling pepper, selling stockfish, many things. Many of them doesn't know how to operate phone. And if you now make a cashless society of a thing, it will affect many of us. It's quite it's quite very unfortunate that we got that kind of um policy. I was going through it last night and I feel like is this going to be an advantage to we business people? Definitely it's not going to be. It's going to be fat. It is of disadvantage to us. Because looking at it, we have to make daily transactions on day we make transactions on daily basis. And looking at it, definitely the the figure of the policy is definitely going to contradict what we do on daily basis. So there is no how we can work towards it. In fact, I was even, I even wanted to pay cash to someone this morning. He said he doesn't want to collect the cash. Like you go and deposit it in the bank and maybe then transfer to you. This week has been a roller coaster, right? We saw the launch of Nigeria's first humanoid robot. It has some nice capabilities, I would say, but had an interesting look. Interesting, but that's it. Then FTX funded Chipper Cash, one of Nigeria's unicorns. It got to a $2 billion valuation. I just announced that they've laid off 12%, 12.5% of their employees. And uh, the engineering team was the biggest hit. Software engineering is supposed to be the future of work, but uh, I don't know. Then Move quietly laid off employees or let employees go, depending on who you ask. The source close to the matter says it was a layoff to save cost, but the company is saying it was a dismissal because of performance issues and gross misconduct. But that's not the biggest story for today. The biggest story for today is the CBN's new policy. Every December, we see some Christmas gifts from the governor of the CBN, uh, Godwin Emifele. They've just introduced restrictions on cash transactions. Yes, you can't withdraw more than 20,000 Naira from an ATM in a day, and you can withdraw more than 100,000 Naira from an ATM in a week. Then over the counter, you can withdraw more than 100,000 Naira for individuals, and uh, uh, corporate companies or organizations can withdraw more than 500,000 Naira, which is very, very weird. If you want to do anything above these numbers I just mentioned, you have to take special permission, bring driver's license, and just a bunch of other stuff, and you need special permission from the CEO of the bank. and Yeah, just go and look at the article we published on TechPoint.Africa for more info. But yes, let's talk about this. How does it affect you? How does it affect everybody? And who will be the biggest winners of these policies? That's what we're here to talk about. And yes, our senior editor, Olwani Femi Kolaole, is here to talk about this today. She's looking calm, collected, and gentle. Welcome, Olwani Femi. Thank you, Emmanuel. <laughs> okay all right so uh it's it's has caused a lot of reactions online right and we need to know what exactly the cbn is doing so we just learned that this policy will take effect from january 9 2023 so yes you have the whole christmas to amass as much cash as possible why are you giving them that idea not investment or financial advice good so <laughs> what is it <laughs> oh yeah, they're changing the cash. So yeah, hold the cash wisely. Yeah. So uh, what what's what okay, is what so is CBN doing? I'm confused. Even the uh, questions is not coming to my mouth. Well, right. You've mentioned what CBN is. Doing. Okay. Why are they doing it? Why are they doing it? Is because um, 
the the lim the the general understanding is that they want to reduce the um amount of cash in circulation mm-hmm. and also reduce how much people and do cash right and it's like it's not really a strange thing right government government apex banks come up with regulations and monetary policies yeah, that should guide that should guide how much should be in, in circulation but right. usually i mean i had a little chat with chat gpt and <laughs> you, you, and it was like this is it's usually these are usually temporary measures usually introduce uh, this and so but if this is going to be what is going to be for the foreseeable future mm-hmm. then what is the cbn's end game inflation cashless what is the end game the end game is to make sure many people adopt electric electronic payments right is that when what you said this, okay when when a when a cbn governor says we are trying to make sure that every nigeria must that was the word in the announcement he made when Inaira was celebrating its one year anniversary. Oh, so that was around October, right? Yes, October. Like so they've been planning it since yes, that time. Every Nigeria must be able to use electronic payments and reduce the number of cash they undo. So that is the end game. But going by what goes on around the world when policies like this are introduced, the reason why they are short term is because by the time they have introduced it within those short term people now gravitate towards electronic payment more than cash so by that time you don't really need to okay. implement it I, again I, I get it i get it but nigeria's economy really thrives on cash right our informal sector accounts for almost 90 percent of businesses mm-hmm. in nigeria right and these are usually so proprietorship and 90% of this 90% are not usually registered businesses. They're just shops and they all thrive on cash. Mm-hmm. They are not under the tax bracket. Mm-hmm. Is this not going to affect them? Because these people rely heavily on cash. It will definitely affect them. And I think <laughs> maybe this is not the right thing to do. But maybe I want to lord the the federal government for giving them like one month's notice one because month most notice. of the time some of these impl- some of these policies just come and the implementation takes takes um effect in maybe in two days or, or one week but they have one month to make the decision yeah, of but, but we're talking about people that don't to. have access to financial services they don't so have bank accounts they don't probably don't even have an internet connection so the thing is the thing is the the, the federal government understands this and the large population of nigeria are actually they not do. financially literate of course they should Okay. They should mm-hmm. at least they control NIBM, the interbank um, yeah, NIBs, yeah. NIBs, right? So they know what the values are saying. They know who is using what. They know how many people have back accounts. They have all this through BVN or NIN yeah, or but anything. Data fights. Data fight says in 2021, there was 26 trillion naira worth of cash processed that the banks, the Nigerian banking system or the financial system, could not account for not account for yes that's what i'm trying to say so they know all this but the thing is that they are open probably open i i don't know they are my but they are probably open that these people um that these people that are not financially included or that are the unbanked they will find a way to adapt and one of the ways they will want to adapt is by probably opening an account and using electronic payments but from what i've heard from this informal 
um, the, these people okay. participating in the informal okay. economy through, um, through a, like going out and speaking to them, what their consensus is that I can't have money in bank and you can't give me. Like I, I'm actually, I've actually passed my boundary for actually putting my money in bank. So going mm, and you can't going, give you, you just need permission going, from CEO. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, why should I get permission to collect my money? So they are saying going forward, they are going to keep their money with themselves. Mm. So right? once, once they make money, at the end of the day, I, I, I can understand this. So, but thinking about this, for me, I think the biggest winners of this will not be the banks. Mm-hmm. The banks have a lot of things to deal with, right? They have mm-hmm. a they have more HNIs to chase. They have more bureaucracies to handle. But for me, the biggest winners would be the telcos because we talked about uh, areas without internet connectivity, areas that the banks cannot reach. I think I should chip in there. Okay. Like one of the they they raised two issues. Some this inform people playing in the informal sectors, they raised two issues that they it's not as if they don't want to take transfers or card payment. And most of the time, network, internet network has to, like, they, they, it, it delays the payment and mm. the trust level of Nigerians with cash, we owe it dearly to us, right? So if, the, some of them suggested that if the country is, is able to fix up its internet infrastructure mm. and the, the interaction between banks, if, can, if they can be able to fix this up, then why not? Why can't they adopt it, right? So if those two things are in place, there's mm. no why. There's no reason they would they won't adopt yeah, it. Yeah, but that's also where the telcos come in with their PSB license. All the telcos now they have a payment service bank license. They can hold cash. So mobile money, you don't even need internet connection. USSD can even send cash with text message. Yes. Yeah, so it, we need to get to that point because not everybody will use a smartphone. No. Not everybody is literate. Literate alone. Right, so if you can get to the point of the point where MPSA is in Kenya, right, you will be able to convince these market women or the older people that this is what you can do and it's possible. Mm. Okay, so that's a possible benefit. More businesses go digital and stuff like that. Okay, that's that's an interesting one. So yeah, that was quick, short, sweet, and uh, we know we left a lot of things on the table, but yeah, we're going to be giving more content. Watch out for some of all this. Uh, look, check out, my, check out my article on how, who the biggest winners would be. I don't think it would be the banks, possibly the fintechs, but the telcos, they already have the infrastructure, they already have the reach. Then there's also the businesses that are trying to, those startups that are trying to make companies go digital, informal businesses go digital. I think those guys will also be big winners from this. So let us know what you think. Check out the articles on TechPoint Africa, on the benefits and the drawbacks, and of course, who the bigger winners would be. Then... Nifem is also working on an article that, want, that explores how it has fed in other countries and what they did to make it work. And of course, there's also a country that has done exactly what Nigeria did before and actually failed woefully. But I'm not going to mention the name. Just go to TechPoint Africa to check out these stories. So, yeah. Any other thing? Did I miss any other thing? Yes, please check out the videos on YouTube channel. Check out... Uh, videos of Nifem interviewing these informal guys. Check out the videos of TechPoint Fintech Summit. Thank you for attending the TechPoint Fintech Summit. I saw a lot of you guys there, a lot of our viewers and listeners. And uh, yeah, I want to say we love you so much. And don't forget, tomorrow is Pitch Friday. Tomorrow the, tomorrow the 9th of December. 
tomorrow is Pitch Friday, and it will be the final, final Pitch Friday for the year 2022. It's been an awesome year. It's been a very, very, very insightful year. And if you want to come and validate your idea, you want to get feedback for your idea, and also learn from really, really seasoned experts from in the tech space about things from investments to hiring to cap tables, how to set up your cap table and all of that. Please don't f- miss out. It's by 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Right or 5 p.m. 4 p.m. Good. So see you guys tomorrow. And that point Africa podcast is about to round up for the year. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.